Warning, all beer inside occasionally contains strong language which may be unsuitable for children, unusual humor which may be unsuitable for adults, beer drinking which may be unsuitable for recovering alcoholics, as well as views and opinions expressed which may be unsuitable for everyone. All Beer Inside also wants to remind you to always drink responsibly and to never drink and drive. I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Hello to all the wonderful listeners out there. Welcome back to All Beer Inside, episode 48, part 2. We are going to continue the action movie tournament bracket from here on in. Joining me for part 2 is Old School from Old School at the Movies, as well as Mixmaster Phil and C-Money. Let's move it along on to the next one. I think this one's a little bit oh, l- lopsided when I looked at it. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. how, it, how it's it randomized. Yeah. It's randomized, oh, right? That's oh. part of it. But I got to give kudos where kudos is done. So again, again, I think I don't know many people that would say this isn't his best movie, but Arnie's best movie, Terminator 2, fucking... Is, Judgment Day. Yeah, Judgment Day. is. It's literally one of the epitomes of what action movies should be. Like futuristic at the time, super cool concept, using time travel, just these guys that just can take an absolute abuse, a little bit of comedy in there as well, but just kind of like freaky in its storyline versus Keanu Reeves, one of his best movies at the time with, with, God, what's his name? Hannibal Lecter. Jesus. No, it wasn't. uh, No. uh, No, not. It wasn't. It was Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. That's right. Sorry. All right. Um, So, yeah, exactly. Good point. (laughs) Speed, which again, bringing back Sandy B in one of her hottest moments ever as well. Uh, such a, a cool concept at the time that you can't slow down the bus and it's going to explode and how they freaking have to kind of figure out how to get through the whole thing. There's some cheese factors in there, like the, like jumping the gap, we got to speed up, but still very, very, very classic movie for its time. So and I think that was when Keanu was like every girl's heartthrob at the time too. So we'll, we'll kick it off. I'll just throw it out there super quick. Terminator 2 has to have my vote. It's like... One of the, the best action movies that I can possibly think of. So it's it's definitely up there on my my top list. We'll go to uh, old school. Arnold's quintessential role. And I remember at the beginning too. You're not sure. Like, is he a good guy? Is he not a good guy? Mm-hmm. You know, Linda ha- Linda Hamilton, one of the in- innovators of female powerful action roles. Yeah. Robert Patrick's classic role as the T1000. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he gave a machine heart, you know, and at the end of, like, uh, the scene, you know, where they lower him in, now I know why you cry. It's like, fuck, man. Like, you wouldn't think Arnold could put a, pull a performance like that, but he did. And and that's not even to say all about, like, the te- technological innovations in the action movie. Just the acting as well for an action movie is fantastic. It's probably one of the best action movies of all time, so T2. And, and you got to think, like, at that time, too, like, the guy, Arnold's not known for being 
guy who can say his lines very clearly or well. He's kind of like Stallone in that way. So to get a role for him where it actually makes sense for him to sound fucking stupid like that, (laughs) it actually worked so perfectly. So we've got two two T2s. Well, Phil. Speed holds up. Such a cool concept. Dennis Hopper is having, again, (laughs) I don't know, something about these really serious actors like these stage and like oscar winning actors when when they get to play a villain they just oh they shine they just they shine it, it just makes it work shot in montreal the final scene too yeah the whole subway thing but i'm gonna go with t2 without a doubt i watched it again when it came out they did the the 3d uh conversion yeah. thing yeah my god it still holds up there's something about these movies and i i want to bring this up later but i'll bring it up now there's something about because t2 has CG, right? There was the beginning of CG. But it wasn't for the action. They, they pulled stuff that they couldn't actually pull off because it's liquid metal and shit like that. But all the stunts and all the car chases and all the shit was done for real. Yeah. And you can feel it. Like, all of these movies in the list are pretty much like, except for maybe Starship Troopers, which is meant to look ugly anyway. Everything is legit. And there's a huge difference between the action movies that we grew up with and the action movies now. Yep. Even that new Chris Hansworth, like the Extraction movie. You mean Extraction? Extraction. I'll get to uh, use my Australian accent. Extraction. Yeah, exactly. It has this super long take. Like they do the raid thing where it's like one, supposedly one uninterrupted shot. shot. Yeah. But it's all like, some of it is real and most of it is like enhanced with CG and the, and the cuts are like CG and it's super obvious. But T2 has none of that. That chopper actually went under a fucking overpass on a highway. I'm like, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, and and that guy on a motorcycle in the in the 3D conversion, they actually fixed them because you can clearly see it's a stuntman in the yeah, yeah. If you watch the the HD versions of the movie, so they actually keyed like Arnold's face onto the <laughs> onto the stunt person, so they fixed that. But this all this is happening for real, and it it makes such a difference. It does. Yeah, there's it's it's a whole story about uh, a robot and how robot becomes. The perfect dad. (laughs) (laughs) How a robot becomes more human than human. What if, what if the robot would never run away saying that they're getting cigarettes? I'm going out for cigarettes. Uh, I mean, John Connor's father didn't exactly run away to get cigarettes or anything. No, but if you think about it, John Connor has to send his dad back knowing that his his dad would bang his mom <laughs> that was the that was the it's it's sad because the, the the terminator series i think after dark fate is done for but after salvation no not after salvation what you yeah what, what was the last uh, salvation one? was christian awesome. bale because there's there, there were up to the point where they're in the future and it was so close to like yo christian bale has sent his own dad back in the past so this can happen how the hell does an actor pull off that scene well so it's real easy uh, when it's Genesis and your mom is now Amelia Clark. Sure. So. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, T2. One All right. The, well, not, not only action movies, but one of the best movies ever made. All right, let's keep, let, let's keep it going. We're not even out of the first round yet. <laughs> so the next round, probably the N64 game that every fucking person <laughs> on the planet owned next to, like, No Mercy. It's Goldeneye, so one of the most unique James Bond movies with a lot of really classic characters made it so big that they had to make a game off of it. So just, you know, everyone loves, everyone loves a good golden eye or a good uh, James Bond movie, but I think this just had those characters that really helped it excel. 
and then um, like crushing a man to death with your thighs <laughs> while hanging from a helicopter. Yes. Versus another comedy duo that kind of it, this one's meant to be cheesy, meant to be you know the dumb kind of duo. It's back in the day where like Jackie Chan fucking partnered with every other person, but it's Rush Hour, so we we all know that series is like, do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? So we'll we'll kick this one off with Carp. So Rush Hour, the martial arts scenes were were obviously more plentiful and actionful. Uh, but I'm going to pick uh, the resort, GoldenEye. There's actually a resort in Jamaica uh, based on the James, and a lot of the stuff is based on the James Bond's novels because it was owned by the creator of the James Bond character. Just the GoldenEye thing, the whole uh, Zinya on the top, or like her crushing dudes. At, like he opens the door and you see like the dead military Russian guy, like with a big smile on his face because he died super happy to Sean Bean getting crushed by a satellite. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, GoldenEye is going to take my vote here. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there. A um, lot of lot of good action. I mean, I, I'm a huge Jackie Chan fan. I have probably like 30 or 40 of his movies. So, like, this was a cool blockbuster type of combo. Chris Tucker at the time was kind of funny. Got a little bit annoying at times, but, like, the action was was solid. But, man, the amount of fucking hours I spent just playing the game, let alone the freaking movie, watching the movie, uh, GoldenEye's got my vote all the way. Old school. I actually read Jackie Chan's autobiography, and like, turns out he's a giant asshole. Oh, he is. Like, and that's only that's from his perspective. Yeah. Just a womanizer, like, just, uh, just a real selfish piece of shit. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, he's terrible. Surprise. Uh, but the camaraderie between him and Chris Tucker in these movies. I mean, yeah, you know, they rehashed it with Owen Wilson and a couple other American actors or whatever, but I just, and I'm, I'm not talking about the third one because the third one did not need to be made. Even though Jackie Chan has said like he was almost ashamed to release these movies in China because like the action in American movies just isn't at the same level or same caliber. Yeah. Just for the camaraderie of the two, I got to go for Rush Hour. Okay, so we got two Golden Eyes, one Rush Hour. So, Phil, are uh, we calling Bones or are we... Uh... No, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, of the Jackie Chan filmography, I've always considered Rush Hour like a minor work. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, after seeing all the stuff he did in Hong Kong and, and, and everything, Rush Hour seemed, seemed like, oh, oh, he's not even trying anymore, is he? Uh, he just went mainstream for the big the big payoff. Yeah. Uh, the fun part was like, yeah, I think two two got the chemistry right. One yeah. one they were still trying to figure it out, and I guess just trying anything. Two actually like you feel like they're they're actual friendship. So I'm gonna go with Goldeneye because uh, is that's the one where he, it starts where where he jumps and tries to catch the plane, right? Yeah, yeah. He runs off the bridge and yeah, and this plane. this brought. Ugh, sound old saying this, but this brought Bond into the nineties, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. we came from the Timothy Dalton and yeah, License to Kill was horrendous. Well, not they were terrible, but the the Dalton one, it wasn't great. They weren't great. Uh, they're trying to be too serious after the whole like sixties and seventies Roger Moore campy yeah. stuff. So, uh, Goldeneye, solid action, super sleek, super sexy. Like it, it was like yes. 
that was the boss of the wall James Bond that we need. He's not. It's not supposed to be taken seriously that he's a spy because he's the worst spy in the world. Everyone knows about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just like reading, like reading the books versus this. It's like yeah. he's fucking missing half an eye, yeah. and he's yeah. all like half disfigured, but he's yeah. still boning chicks. Yes, yeah, exactly. And that that Sean Bean death is uh, is is beautiful. Classic. Yeah. Beautiful. So golden eye. Next round, we got. <laughs> We got the Iceman, <laughs> Goose. Are you? And the classic volleyball scene. Playing with the boys. Uh, we got Top Gun, which I think everyone here is excited to see the remake or the whatever sequel. Sequel, sequel I guess it's considered. Versus, we're going back again to another Raiders mm-hmm. of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. <laughs> so, um, a lot of melting Nazis and things of that nature. <laughs> Things that would have been determined anyways without without Indiana being involved in any way. So we'll we'll just kick it off really quick on on this one. We'll go old school. This is not even close. Uh, Top Gun's one of my favorite movies of all time. Tom Cruise is one of my favorite actors. The only weird thing is to see the aging difference between him and the entire cast. (laughs) He's like a fucking vampire or something, man, because all of them look like shit. Oh man, uh, freaking uh, Val Kilmer! Holy crap! Yeah, I mean, you know, in his defense, yeah, I mean, he's been battling you know, all kinds of shit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, quintessential Tom Cruise here. Just I got the need, the need for speed, and it's fucking him. You know, classic, just driving down his motorcycle on the yeah. fucking runway, and the soundtrack was so good. Yeah, um, this is just one of my favorite movies of all time. So easily Top Gun. I'm I'm gonna say Top Gun too. The uh, the entire indie series was entertaining, but kind of campy for the most part for me. So um, I got I I got Top Gun all the way. It's 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 everything you want in a uh, jet fighter movie. <laughs> so we'll go to uh, Carp. Uh, yeah, and at Top Gun, it's it's more action. Uh, well, there there are some fun, entertaining moments in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just for pure action, the whole you know, there's no action in Top Gun. Y- yeah, there's <laughs> only not much. There's it's actually the last, the last. That's that's true. Like dogfight, and that's it. Uh, just flipping over the MIG and like flipping, uh, flipping off the Russian pilots and taking the Polaroid. You got some classic stuff, but uh, I mean, it's Top Gun for me. Just, I feel that just that last scene is more memorable. Whereas if it was like Raiders as a whole versus Top Gun, then it's obviously Raiders. So. But it's Top Gun for this round for me. Next round is is a very mm. odd, a different like matchup yeah. because they're so very very different. Um, I mean, they both involve the mob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the one thing that's maybe close to them. So you've got like the uh, star-studded cast of the movie Heat, mm. which has probably the best bank robbery scene in movie history that I can think of. Uh, one of the more classic scenes uh, and some of the greatest actors in that movie. Um, just super, super classic. I don't think there's anybody that I know that's not seen Heat. Uh, I guess I'll wait to see if this is another one of old school, old school. <laughs> specialties. I don't think old school's seen it. I, I've seen it. It's just been so long. I don't remember yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. my boat. Versus, um, you know, basically the reason why anybody even knows who Jackie Chan is in North America. So his debut, Rumble in the Bronx, which at the time just blew everyone's mind because they just couldn't believe that someone could pull off all these retardedly insane stunts and action where they're so used to just seeing everything, you know, cut to 
have these fake punches and stuff. He was kind of the one that had the rolling camera through and throughout these scenes. So such a cool concept. So much cool uh, stunts throughout the entire movie. A little bit absurd at time, but this set off the entire Jackie Chan kind of, you know, well, his Hollywood career, I guess. his whole career, but it wasn't, I don't know if he could, yeah, I guess it's a Hollywood career, but yeah. just like everything else that came from it was basically stemmed off of this. So mm-hmm. we'll go with Phil. If you're into um, sound systems, you have to play that tra- the, the bank heist because goddamn, that is that is a great test for your surround sound system. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. But in terms of action, that's pretty much it for Heat because Heat is really a drama about fucking De Niro, Pacino, Sizemore, Val Kilmer, right? It's like that. It's about like crews and how they they got their back or they backstab each other, right? In terms of action, I would go for Rumble in the Bronx because even though for me, again, like Rush Hour, it's like a lesser, (laughs) even though it's weird because it's like the first... I guess it was the first, right? It was was it Rumble or Supercop? Rumble came out first, right? Rumble came out first. Supercop right. was after because Supercop was like a superior action movie. But Supercop was done already in China, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rumble, they... Rumble came out in '95 uh, or something. A later, it's like pretty much like the one of the last ones he he did in in Hong Kong. Even though it was shot in, this supposed to be New York, but it shot clearly shot in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, in terms of this. That crazy, the crazy, like uh, the scene where he's fighting all the 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 young thugs, like the wannabe like gang members, to the the jump from the one building to the other, and this is way before like Born and and all the other movies that copied that. To that, even like crazy, was it the hovercraft thing? The hovercraft. That's the absurdity I was talking about. Because the ending was supposed to be different. There's supposed to be a fight, but because he broke his his foot. He snapped his Jumping ankle. from building to building? Uh, no, he... No, yeah, I, think it, the... I think he already injured it by jumping building to building, but it, it's like from that to like a bridge support thing. Yeah. And like a, the, his leg just snapped at that point. But yeah, just in terms of, of that and, and the use of props and all that stuff. Uh, the I'm arcade gonna go, pinball machine. Yeah, like yeah. I'm going to go with Rumble. All right, Carp. Yeah, same concept as Phil. The whole... Uh, he was great. Big action... Like a couple of like really here's how heists are done and the one big action scene versus Rumble in the Bronx, which is almost constant action. And I always enjoy the outtakes in the older Jackie Chan movies. It's like he's trying to crawl under the pinball machine, takes it right to the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then just showing him like with his leg broken on the uh, on the other stuff. It's it's, all the bloopers and whatnot. Yeah, the bloopers, bloopers and stuff. With um, so I'm going to take Rumble in the Bronx for this one. Old school. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with Phil in terms of classic action, Rumble in the Bronx. Cool. Next one. This one's going to break people's brains, I think. So you've got, again, one of the more iconic movies with uh, Travolta and our good friend <laughs> Nick Cage. Again, one of these movies that I think everyone has seen. Face Off, super kind of cool concept. It literally, what I loved about this movie is they basically got to both play the good and bad guy. So you kind of saw the the gamut of how they can act and they both really played well, like the villain extremely well in both cases. So that was just like one of those great action movies going off against Keanu's blockbuster, The Matrix. The return of Keanu when you think about it. Technically, technically, which, you know, the whole franchise was freaking ridiculously unique in its in its story and and the action that's put in there and it's kind of <laughs> like i think that's when wiring got really big 
Yeah, that's, I recall, when, uh, that's when wiring got pulled over from like Jet Li yeah, era. That's, that's when uh, cultural wires. appropriation happened with yeah. wires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, and EDM became a little too popular. Did I have some Rob Zombie too? Yeah, they had Rage at the end. Yeah. Yes. All right, we'll kick this off the opposite way. So old school. Man, it all it all depends if you want to go in terms of acting. Obviously, the like the. It's not Pharaoh, that's Keanu. Yeah, but it's just like historical significance and like how Matrix set up so many trends like of other action movies that followed like that scene, the gun scene where you'd like the, the bullet dive thing, you know, like everybody. Bullet time. Does. Bullet time. Yeah, it, it's, oh man. Yeah, just for the significance and the historical significance of like how it's, you know, started so many trends in action movies, I'm gonna have to go with the Matrix. Carp. So uh, it's going to be Face Off, even though The Matrix is one of the best uh, movies of, of what it did at the time. It's just the concept of, so Travolta learns to act like Nick Cage, but he also has to learn to act like Nick Cage acting like Caster Troy, <laughs> mm-hmm. whereas Nick Cage has to learn to act like Travolta, and but Travolta had to learn to act like the FBI agent. It's just like the cascade effect. Like when you think about it, each of these actors had to learn three other roles yeah. at the same time. And the cinema going experience I had the second time I saw it was the so far back. It was the palace, which was a, a dollar cinema at the time. And you you see the laser and you hear the face suction thing pull off the face. And I hear all the way in the back of the theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, same, same. They, they did such a good job on that sound. And it's John Woo, man. Uh, I mean, oh, my God. It was so good. It was so over the top. Just uh, peach. Mm, I can eat a peach for hours. And then it's, you know. Oh, I hate to see it go, but I love to watch Lee. But it's just like him acting as not the character, acting as not the character. And the action scenes from the beginning airport to inside the prison that's on in the sea, the not the hotel room shootout, but like the loft shootout. And then the final, oh my God, the final scene. Like, yeah, as great as the final scene is the Matrix, it's kind of broken apart. Whereas this is just... We're on a boat, and now we're on two boats. Now we're on this. Now we're on the ship. And so Face Off takes it from me. It's one of my, it's actually legit one of my favorite five action movies of all time. Yeah, for for me in this one, it's so tough because both those movies are so fucking good. But I'm leaning towards Face Off. uh, Like seeing Nicolas Cage try to tell himself that he's Caster Troy and lose his shit because he knows he's not and the world that he's stuck into and he's doing coke and all this kind of stuff and like he's he's fucking lost his mind that that scene was like really really deep like really cool in the way that they shot it for especially because it's nick cage who i don't think is that great of an actor but <laughs> oh, he's um, the best at what he does yeah he's the best at being nick cage yeah. But then it's that fucking iconic scene in the loft where the kid puts on the headset mm-hmm. and Someone's they're singing somewhere over the, the rainbow, rainbow. Yeah. while there's this <clears throat> crazy fucking gunfight happening throughout just cinematic beauty. So uh, I'm going to lean towards face off. So Phil. Yeah. What a, uh, face off all the way. I have. Okay. So even when the Matrix came out, like I, I admire for like the CG and like the whole story, even though we, we had no idea what we're in store with for the Wachowskis and what happened later. But I think they did action wrong. They've always done action wrong in that series. 
yes, there is wire. Yes, there's gunfights. Yes, there's everything, but there's nothing at stake, right? Everything's like superficial. I think the big difference between that's why I'm leaning towards Face Off and like the master of action, John Woo, because you're supposed to feel something when you're in action scene. You're supposed to root for something. It's not just an extravagant display of like effects and stuff like that. And like, oh, look, we can pull off this effect and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it was detrimental to a lot of Hollywood movies afterwards because it's all, all gloss. And we forgot about, like, even a wrestling match, you're supposed to care about something. Something's supposed to be at stake. That's why they're punching each other. And that's what an action movie is. It's not just dumb. You're supposed to care. Yeah. So, yeah, face off. Uh, last one before we go break for another beer. I know this is yeah. long, so yeah. we'll, we'll speed up the next rounds. For First sure. round's always, always long for no matter what tournament we do. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So another one where, again, uh, it, was the, it was the era, right, where it was a lot of the same major actors. And this one was a very interesting one just because of the, the story. But it's basically, again, Nick Cage with a shitty Texas accent. Um, <laughs> and a mullet. And a mullet where he basically gets put on a plane with convicts and he's, I don't even remember all the freaking story to be honest about like what he's got to do uh, in the end, but the convicts basically hijack a plane and he's got to save a the flying day. fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so, a lot, lot of iconic a, scenes. Yes. Yeah, so, so quick breakdown of con air. Oh, I'm back from the military. Oh, here's my pregnant wife. Oh, somebody's starting a fight in a bar with my wife. Oh, I killed him with my military experience. Oh, the judge sent me to a maximum life sentence because I'm a military guy who defended myself. Oh, now I'm going home. Oh, shit, the plane got taken over by bad guys, but I'm going to go see my baby daughter. And bring her this tutu. Yeah, put the bunny (laughs) back in the box. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's, uh, I I always forget the name of the actor that played the villain. Is it, it was it Malkovich? John Malkovich. You're talking yeah, about yeah. the main villain, right? Yeah, yeah, Cyrus. Yeah. Cyrus. Cyrus. Cyrus yeah. the, I don't give a flying fuck. So his his acting in that was like so like creepy, and then they brought in Buscemi. Buscemi with that scene in the fucking like nuclear zone, basically the with the little girl and he's yeah, that song man. In his so tripped out. So um, but it's not just that; it's it's the supporting cast of antagonists in Con Air. Is oh, ridiculous. you got Danny Trejo and all kinds of shit in there, man. Like they would, that was a badass series uh, or not series movie. But <laughs> that would have been the most epic series ever. Yeah, exactly. Con Air. <laughs> Why is? Why Still is in the air. Texan military guy on another prison like, transport? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like a sequel to Prison Break. <laughs> okay, so this is a this this is going up against a blockbuster in itself. If you have not seen this movie, you're probably dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leon the professional, basically treating a t- teaching a young girl to become a freaking hitman with like an endearing story, but just like really cool chemistry. It was a starting point for a certain actress and just like such a, a, a first movie for that actress. Yeah. And you know, you, you just, you can't, you can't go wrong with this movie. It's just, it doesn't take place in a wide area, but so much happens in such a small period of time, basically. So we got Con Air versus the professional. So we'll go with Phil first. Uh, even though it has less action, the action is more meaningful. I'm going to go with Luc Besson's classic, Leon. Leon. All right, old school. Nick Cage cheesed at its best, Con Air. <laughs> Carp. I'm putting the bunny back in the box. 
because uh, I feel there's more memorable moments in Con Air from from all of it. From uh, what's his name? Shit, Vin Rames being like you know super Black Panther guy, Cyrus the Virus, uh, the action scenes, even the opening action scene of like the classic nose bone to the brain strike. Mm. Okay, so I'm gonna take Con Air. So it looks like at the end of this first bracket, we got <laughs> to go to the good. phones because I actually like really like John Reno. He's freaking, he's a cool actor. But the fact that Port, it was Portman's first film, just very yeah, different. Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman. Uh, just the, the whole thing is just like from beginning to end is just a, a well, well, well written movie. So uh, we got to get Bones on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if she's seen Leon, but uh, I'll, I'll ask. We're going to hear him call her again? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm checking if she's up first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure of that. Otherwise, we got to roll the dice or something. Mm-hmm. I got to take a yeah, look. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't think she's seen Leon, but I'll try. The professional. She'll yeah. probably notice that more than Leon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people know it as the professional. Only on the DVD like uh, re releases. Right, you got to choose Leon, a movie. Con Air. That's uh, 97, Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, versus the professional, Leon the professional. Conair versus the professional. Yeah. I don't think I saw the professional. Yeah, there you go. I figured. Conair then? I saw Conair. Okay. So I'm going to go with the one I saw. Con All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. All right. So, commercial Only for being less famous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like an overly famous movie. That That's kind of like the problem with this with this bracket, honestly, is I think if Leon was up against maybe even Raiders, I think Leon the professional would have won. But well, all of these are ca- you know c- column fodder at one point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. so yeah. the whole point so, is. All right, all right, I gotta so take, we'll a take a, take a uh, leak. Yeah, so we'll be back after this to end it. Hey, you. Yeah, you, the kind and generous person listening to us right now. Want to help support All Beer Inside and make yourself feel like you've done something special? Then why not get your Amazon shopping done by going to allbeerinside.com and clicking on the link on the right-hand side of the page. It costs you nothing extra and helps us out with every Amazon purchase you make. Cheers to you and your future All Beer Inside Amazon link-related shopping. And we're back from commercial break. So what's everybody drinking this round? We'll start with old school. I'm drinking, I had this on the last one, I believe, Blanche du Lac Saint-Jean. It's a white, it's a wheat beer. It's a, a, lot of, a lot of emphasis on that word, white. White. So, white. It's a white, white wheat beer. All right. Uh, see money. I am uh, drinking Trois Balles de Prise. Three balls, two strikes, IPA. From Ma Brasserie. Yep. I remember that being a good beer. That's not bad. Phil. So one of the beers that I brought back from Boston that we're supposed to share on this show, but well, here I am drinking it alone. Uh, from Laplighter Brewing Company in Cambridge, Massachusetts, Nocturne. It's a Dunkel. We don't see that style commonly uh, available. No, especially not commonly brewed by American uh, Exactly. So, uh, so it's actually a Dunkel is a dark, dark lager. It's really good. Um, full of chestnut and caramel. Uh, really good one. From Lagabier, hopefully for your future interview for YouTube. Uh, they're renovating, so it'd be much later on this year. We have Tabayer, or You're Better, Northeast IPA. I've actually stuck to IPA tonight. Uh, you know what? We didn't do it earlier, guys. A toast. <laughs> toast. Sweet 16? Yeah, Sweet 16. No descriptions needed. It's just voting time. So, see yep. money. You're gonna pick who votes. So it's Die Hard versus Blade. 
All right. Uh, we'll start with you, Carp. Oh, man. Shit. Die Hard for me. Well, shoot the glass. Die Hard. And we already know old school's choice, but old school. Because he's racist. Fuck you, Wesley Snipes. Pay your taxes, Die Hard. He's <laughs> okay, black. We got Robocop versus Aliens. Oof. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kick this off. I'm going to go with Aliens. Let's go to uh, old school. No fucking question, Robocop. Carp. Aliens. Phil. Call Bones. Call Bones. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's seen these. Man, I've seen Robocop like hundreds of times. Yeah. You know, if Bones was a real man, she would have seen Bones. <laughs> 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 hoy, hoy. Okay. Um, we've got Robocop and Aliens. The second one. All right, thank you. Worst selection in films. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Starship Troopers versus Broken Arrow. Robocop's <laughs> like the raisin brand of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I don't care. I fucking love that movie. I love that. I love that movie. It's so smart too. So subtly smart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Starship Troopers versus Broken Arrow. Okay, we'll go with you, Carp. Starship Troopers. It was more entertaining. Phil. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go action wise. I'm gonna go with Broken Arrow. Old school. Troopers. Ooh. Call Bones. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Alright. She gets no action for the first round. It's not like she gets much action anyways. That's true. Two seconds, two seconds, two. Okay. <laughs> Man, who's our tiger breaker gonna be when she leaves him? Okay, we've got Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers, Broken Arrow. Okay, thank you. Lionheart versus Bad Boys. Oof. I'm going to throw my vote in real quick. Got to go with Lionheart. Phil. I'm going to go with... He's fighting to, to get money for a kid, right? Because he's sick or something? No, uh, her father burns, gets burnt and he's in the hospital. Uh, I thought it was his sister's husband got burned in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the That's, kid's father, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the kid's, yeah, the kid's father. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, that, that touching story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Old school. <laughs> Lionheart King. <laughs> uh, predator versus The Rock. Ooh. I, I'm going Predator. Carp? Predator. You guys? <laughs> <laughs> Phil goes first. Sure. All right, damn. It's Welcome to the Rock versus Get to the Chopper. I'm going to go with Predator. It's over. It's time. T2 versus Goldeneye. Yeah, okay. Yeah, next. <laughs> <laughs> Skip. Top Gun versus Rumble in the Bronx. Ooh. Oh, this one's actually kind of... Uh, I'm going to go Rumble. Uh, old school. Fly into Two. the danger zone. Let's go, uh, Phil. I'm going to go with my peeps in Vancouver. <laughs> in uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carp? I want to make a joke about take my breath away creates me to asphyxiate because you're taking my breath away, but I'm going to take Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, fuck you guys, man. <laughs> I told you it's going to get heated you at know, some point. If you don't like it, you could just go home. You can make your own bracket. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to end this call right now. <laughs> That's the worst part. He literally could shut us down. Yeah, exactly. It's ended. <laughs> uh, okay. Face off versus Con Air. Oh, Nick Cage versus Nick Cage. Yeah. All right. Uh, old school. 
I choose Nick Cage. Okay, sure. Take Second his build. face off. Okay, Phil. Uh, I'm gonna go with Why Won't You Die? <laughs> Why well, he goes really high pitch. <laughs> face off. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> can just imagine John Woo because it's, it's not like English is not his first language. Yeah, yeah. Like looking at the monitor, like the hell was that? <laughs> Cut. All right, we're good. Carp. Oh yeah, face off. No question about it. Cool. Okay, he's in the semi quarters. Semi. Yeah, quarters. Uh, Die Hard versus Robocop. Carp. Oh man, Die Hard. It's more of a classic for me. Phil. Oh, okay. So we're, we're, it's a battle of my like top fives at this point. Man, if I'm going to go with the criteria of action, because Robocop is a dun, 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 dun. sci-fi dun, dun, dun. messiah. It's about, it's actually about Metallic Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he literally walks on water at the end. Um, but as, as the story of a uh, New York cop that meets a black driver. <laughs> You're just going to say the whole story. <laughs> I'm just going to narrate the whole movie. And then and there's then, um, an Asian henchman who eats a candy bar. Well, uh, <laughs> he wasn't every movie, that guy. <laughs> uh, to the to the black hacker, to, to the Japanese dude that gets gunned down. Uh, no, it's solid. Wasn't the hacker the, the right-hand man in Walker, Texas Ranger? <laughs> he, Maybe. Was. Maybe. Yeah. he was. Maybe. He was. Yeah. Yeah. What a career. Maybe you can trace like his, his timeline. His <laughs> lineage, yeah. yeah. No, but in terms of pure, like actually caring for characters and the set pieces, like the rooftop blowing up and shit. Yeah. yeah. Die hard. All right. Old school. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, I agree dun. with everything you said, but just RoboCop hits raisin me. Raisin bread. Man. Yeah, I love right. it. Two scoops of raisin. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I got I to gotta throw that box out. <laughs> I'm not eating no raisin bran this time. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Sorry. Oh well. Uh, compared to Die Hard, it's just it's it's, it's too uh, too classic of a movie. So got Die Hard. Broken Arrow versus Lionheart. Stay down, Lionheart. Stay down. Uh, let's go to old school. Lionheart. Phil. I'm gonna go with Howie Long flying off the train. Carp. That's where you talk now. <laughs> Lionheart. Okay. Yeah. Good run for Broken Arrow. Yeah. Uh, Pred- oh my God. Predator versus T2. Ooh. <laughs> Well, this is the bracket. Arnie versus Arnie. Old school. I'm going to say T2. Just, you know, and I think most general people, if you mention the two movies, T2 is going to resonate with them more. So, hasta la vista, Predator. As much as I love Predator, I love T2 more. Uh, Just like Phil said, the practicality and stuff. Even just like the liquid metal kind of coming back together, that was practical with, done with Mercury. Stop Stop motion, no. Yeah, no, uh, they use Mercury Animation. to like... <laughs> yeah, they had a platform that can actually... a platform, like, they moved around and Mercury came all back together to, to look. The only kind of real CGI stuff was, like he said, the the robot, the exoskeleton stuff. So yeah. uh, T2's getting it for me. I got to give a vote to Predator because it's like literally one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, even though I know it's not going to win <laughs> in this <laughs> case. I know Phil's going to vote for uh, for T2, so... Yeah, but Predator is like right behind T2. Sh- shout out to Van Tam that uh, was such a dumbass that he quit the movie. Uh, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so the lineage of Clarence Gilliard Jr., yes. the black hacker from Die Hard, 
So that was pretty happens, uh, progressive. Yeah. So what happened is he dropped out of the uh, Top Gun Academy. Okay. To become uh, a TV actor in ver- variety roles. So I'm not going to really mention that. To becoming a hacker terrorist in Die Hard. Well, because he needs money. At which point he was uh, left behind in the uh, Cameron. What's his name? Oh, uh, in the Kirk Cameron. Yeah, Kirk Cameron. Uh, Jesus movies. Oh, the Left Behind sh- the yeah. series. Uh, wow. Not the not the Nick Cage reboot. Yeah, no. So he became a pastor, and then once he was done oh, becoming a pastor, he was Walker Texas Rangers' <laughs> partner. Okay. Uh, after that, he went back to Top Gun in a parody called Top Gun Two: Back to Traffic School. <laughs> in 2012 <laughs> short. <laughs> At which point he became a psychiatrist in the movie called The Track, which apparently he was no good, so he went back to Jesus and became Revan Reigns in The Sector. And he's most recently uh, become a coach for a girls' running team. So there's his uh, work lineage. He's not in the, the Top Gun sequel? Uh, no, he is not. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Oh, man. Okay, so T2 takes uh, that round. So we got Rumble in the Bronx versus Face Off. Phil. It's the bracket of the Hong Kong represent. Yeah. Hong Kong was the top shit for action. But then then this is their their diluted Hollywood <laughs> stuff. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with face off because that's that's the ultimate John Wu with a big budget, get boats crashing into each other, because why not? Old school. Face off. Carp. Over face off is literally one of my favorite movies uh, ever. Because of the insanity of it. Even just the opening scene, it's like, oh, I'm hugging my son. Oh, I got shot. Oh, shit. My son's head has got blown off, too. So, <laughs> okay. Like, weird thing. I mean, weird imagine, thing to love, but okay. imagine how much that movie would have changed if Castro Troy had gone for Travolta's head or delayed the shot by a couple of seconds. There wouldn't be a movie. Yeah, it would, it'd, it'd be a short. Yeah. So that's how... Like That's he blew, happens. like maybe he blew his face off, and he called it face off that one. Exactly. Uh, All right, the semis. We got Die Hard versus Lionheart. Old school. Uh, Lionheart. I'm gonna go Lionheart as well. Uh, Phil. Uh, for me, it's not even close. As much as I love Van Damme and his splits and roundhouse kicks, it doesn't compare to young, sexy Bruce Willis, barefoot, sexy Bruce Willis. That's weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Carp. Call a tiebreaker. All right. Just it like with Die Hard, it's it's not your big muscular action star anymore. It's kind of your oh, it's believable. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of in the same fitness. Like John Claude is stupid small. Uh, we've got Lionheart. Not hard. Heart. Lionheart. Lionheart. The poor is so hard right now. Yes, and Die Hard with Bruce Willis. And what? Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, die Hard. Die Hard and Lionheart. <laughs> Lionheart and Die Hard. Heart. <laughs> die Hard? Okay. Die Hard. As opposed to Die Hard 2. Die, die Hard and Lionheart. <laughs> die Hard 2. Die Harder. Die Harder. Yeah. Heart Attack. Die Hard 3. Heart Attack with Vengeance. <laughs> When, when he's uh, on the plane, it's like I, we could have been friends, McLean, and they actually they actually shake hands, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> they hug. Semifinal number two: T two mm. versus Face Off. Oof! 
That's a big one. Well, I mean, I think we know where this is all going, but uh, I'm going to say, yeah, T2. We'll go Phil. And this, these two are probably the pinnacle of gun, chase, just pure stunts and shit. But I'm going to give the advantage to T2 just because of the style. And oddly enough, even the story about a fucking cyborg robot from, from the future still makes more sense than sucking someone's face off and changing their body. <laughs> 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 All right, Carp. Oh, man. Yeah, they're both so great. Shit. But what one is... I'm going to go... Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Time traveling cyborg that instead of killing the mother, he's saving the son. So we we pretty much got this versus Die Hard as the final, right? Terminator Two versus Die Hard, which makes sense more or less. Yeah. Minus Predator not being there, but yeah. <laughs> well, Predator <laughs> took on a juggernaut in the semis uh, quarters. All right, old school T Two versus Die Hard. Die Hard. I heart, I heart, I heart. Yeah, I heart. T- T2. Ill. Man. <clears throat> All right. So this is, the, this is the part where I guess it sucks for everyone when they have to make like a top 10 list and they have to choose a number one because uh, these are, are solid, solid movies. But I'm going to go with T2 for the whole emotional roller coaster that it takes us on. And making a movie where Arnold feels like the underdog is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shout actually, out to Predator. Good... Shout out to Predator because I think that's pretty much it. Except in Kindergarten Cop, where he gets his ass beat for some reason. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, T two. Shout out to uh, fellow Canadian James Cameron because he he raises the bar. He goes down to the ocean and raises the bar. Ah, uh, all right, Carp, finish it off, buddy. It's Terminator Two. I mean, as much as I love Die Hard, I feel like I've rewatched Terminator Two more. Uh, it's just. I would not want to play the John Connor, Connor character in the Terminator franchise from what I've seen. Yeah, because you, uh, you get disposed of in the, in the first five minutes of the last movie. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Amazing. But it's like Edward Furlong completely fucking fell apart after that. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen the movie, but thanks for the spoiler. Uh, it's, they, sh- <laughs> they, should have, they should have actually, instead of keeping it secret, I think it would have sold the movie more than this is like, no, we're not fucking around. This is brand new. Yeah. So what? It was Furlong got fucked up. Nick, Nick Stahl. Stahl didn't do anything after. No. Christian <laughs> Bale almost murdered a cameraman. <laughs> yeah. And then there was no John Connor again after that, except for the kid who played him in the TV show. Yeah. And even he did not have much of a career after that. He did a really shitty horror movie. I think it was called Bad Kids Go to Hell or something. Great. And I haven't heard of him ever since. So don't. If you're ever uh, given the option as your Hollywood career okay, to play no, John Connor, no. if you're no. if you're a producer or or someone, even if you're James Cameron, and some someone comes up to you and it's like, "Hey, let's talk about Terminator," you say no, you go away. There's only two. That's it. That's that franchise cannot sustain more than that. Yeah, they've been having a rough time after two. There's nothing else to talk about because I mean, it's not like you'd be making another Face Off anyways. So, so these are like two definitive. Uh, well. You know, Die Hard kept on going as bad as four was. No, five was the worst. Yeah. Five five is uh, John McClane no selling everything. Because even three was entertaining. Like, oh, three, it was a three solid was, trilogy. Yeah, because three was uh, 
McTurnan came back to direct it. Yeah. But it has the but that three has the jump the shark moment. Is when they, they crash land on the boat and they survive. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, okay, John they, crash, is, they crash on the boat, they survive, and the wire slices a yeah. bad German dude in half. Yeah, that's that's the point where John McClane is no longer just a normal dude, right? Maybe he landed on Sam Jackson. That's why. Yeah, but Sam Jackson survived. Or Zeus. My name is Zeus, motherfucker. As in <laughs> the father of Apollo. <laughs> yeah, the father of Olympus. So that'll do it for our action movie madness created by C-Money, uh, as you mentioned. This was not enough. I'm sure I we could have done... I, I, I've already, during yeah. this whole thing, I've actually already got the second one ready. I want I'm sure we could have done 128 yeah. <laughs> if we really thought about it. I uh, want like less, like movies that we enjoy, but they're like less, I guess, acclaimed. Yeah, yeah. Tr- trust me, there's a couple yeah. in there that I, I put in on purpose for, right. for this, but there's a couple of big blockbusters that I also left out. Okay. So it's it's already it's pretty much ready for the next time we do this. It's like it's all the sequels. It's like <laughs> part two, it's like part three, three. <laughs> Die Hard two, First Blood part two, Blade three. <laughs> uh, we'll get the bad ones. We'll put in Blade Trinity, uh, Mission Impossible three, uh, RoboCop three, uh, A- the, Aliens the one, three, Aliens one of the four. weird uh, Universal Soldier two point oh. Oh, Starship Troopers 2, Starship Troopers 3, uh, obviously Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. Yeah, the battle of the sequels. Uh, all the Terminators versus each other. <laughs> yeah, but so, because, uh, well, technically Mariachi storyline is before Desperado. So you'd have Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which was a fucking weird movie that went after I rewatched it. Yeah, it has an age role. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't like it when it came out anyway, but uh, it has an age role. Yeah. Uh, so Terminator 2 takes this bracket. Uh, at this point, we're going to do plugs to end the episode. We'll start with C Money. Buy Phil's game. Stop being cheap. Games. You're getting, you're getting stimulus checks from your government. I know you are. Just buy the game. It'll it'll buy the games. Uh, there you go. They'll they'll pass all kinds of great time during this virus. You'll be helping somebody local or not local. <laughs> you'll be helping somebody independent. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just don't don't, don't be dicks. And you know who's all about independence? America is about independence. So maybe they should support independent. Bam. Old school. Yo, shit's shit's going down. It's the apocalypse. Take that Serb check, that American government issued check. Go to Amazon, but first go to All Beer Inside. Click on the link. Buy all your fucking face masks and toilet paper and all the shit you need. And by clicking on that link, doesn't cost you one more cent. It helps support the show. Do what you got to do, piece of shit. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> it's an angry. It's like, I'm tired. I love to yeah. end the show. Phil, uh, I still need to eat. My <laughs> food budget is actually lower because I'm not eating as much out, <laughs> which is a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, play crap, not crap. Uh, <laughs> play uh, crap, not crap. <laughs> But uh, that's a t-shirt. Carol Baskins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, if you if you know someone who knows Carol Baskin, uh, please someone uh, ask if she killed her husband. But no, <laughs> yeah, buy Omen Sight, buy Stories of Path of Destinies, and if you like those, then consider wishlisting Project Witchstones. Awesome, and check them out at Spearhead Games uh, on the Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. we're everywhere. Still, I'm still working on that. Few, well, 
when it can be done, Spearhead Brewing featuring Spearhead Games as a, a crossover YouTube episode, I think will be fantastic when we do it. Should we be able to, uh, when we're able to do it, when we're able to do it. As for us, allbeerinside.com, at allbeerinside on all the social media. Hey, uh, you know who has a lot of money? Jeff Bezos. Uh, you want to take a little bit of Jeff Bezos' money and help support the show? I have been saving what's been purchased uh, in the guest certificates for more equipment for the show in the future so I can keep uh, this going. Um, as well, I am looking for a graphic designer who's willing to work for next to nothing to help uh, design some shirts, as I am not great at it. Uh, and that is why the shirts have not come out, is I'm really bad at graphic design. We'll work for exposure. Uh, yeah, so if you're willing to work for exposure or next to nothing or yeah, on commission. on choosing beggars. But on, uh, on super low. But I'm very up forward about how little I'm willing to pay, able to pay you, I should say. Uh, at this time, I'm hoping to get a shop open in the future. Amazon link on the right hand side of the page. Right now, it's just Canada. Do your shopping there. And like I said, it helps the show. It's not like I'm getting paid, I'm getting gift cards. And as I like to say at the end of all our episodes, drink craft, not crap. Here at All Beer Inside Incorporated, we're committed to bringing you the finest of beer tasting shenanigans. During our research and development, we strive to be on the cutting edge of whatever it is we do here. Our latest collection of sounds compiled by randomly singing and insulting each other have been clinically tested to ensure our golden caliber of excellence. And by clinically tested, I mean I got drunk and played them for this guy, Billy, who lives down the street. I think he works in a clinic. You can never tell with Billy. When you are listening to a All Beer Inside podcast, you should be confident of the fact that it is composed of vibrations that form a mechanical wave of pressure and displacement which travel through the air, where they are transmitted to your nerves and then relays information to your temporal lobe is it registered as sound. We guarantee to bring only the finest of beer tasting shenanigans with the comforter of our golden promise. They will always be between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz, the range of human hearing. Go fuck yourself. Well, like, what, what do you do there? You socialize with, I, I know for for this, for you, old school, this is a little different, but what you do is you socialize with people. <laughs> 